Well, welcome everyone back to Tales of Recovery. I have a huge schedule of different podcasts to pop on here, but this is an interruption of such a schedule. Number one, because I think it's okay to interrupt and switch plans around and be versatile. Number two, because there's a lot of things that are coming up with a lot of my clients and my friends and in my own experience regarding boundaries and this the season that we're in right now. Some people call the holidays. So what ends up happening here is that um, there's this mindset of the things that should be completed, done, and the to-do list and who and where you go and who and what and who and where you say no. So um I thought, you know, this is an interesting topic to, to talk about because there's a lot of issues. First of all, I mean, I almost call this beliefs and, and boundaries. And it doesn't really matter whether or not you're still in a particular religion that believes that the little Lord baby Jesus was born on the 24th. Or if you have the awareness that that's just a myth, that it was, uh, you know, stolen from many, many other cultures prior to that, and that he wasn't even really born on that day this is just like the winter solstice time and there's lots of other different pagan celebrations going on and well it was very convenient right and honestly a lot of other religions have similar dates and there's similar celebrations which is interesting to me i figure well i guess it is kind of a winter thing right the end of the year you've uh, worked really hard it's really cold so most of people are inside you've harvested your your summer and um and falls, whatever your harvest is, whether it be vegetables or hard work, or uh, you completed a specific task, and now it's time to be inside cozy and with great gratitude, realize what the seasons bring you and how you can maybe hold your family and those dear to you close and warm and in celebration. So anyway, all of a sudden, everyone now is in this holiday mood because it is for so, it has been for so many, many, many years, whether or not you believe in Santa anymore. A tradition that has brought you with lots of, uh, together with friends, families, food, gifts, lots of little lights and these familiar songs. And so, even though maybe for some of us, the holidays have been horrible, or Christmas is a drunk fest or you don't have enough money to keep up with so-and-so's other, you know, ideas of what these feasts need to be. Um, You find yourself in a position where you don't really believe it anymore, but some of these things are kind of fun. For example, my husband said to me, why are you putting up a tree? Because we hadn't even put up a tree in the past two, two years because, well, I mean, my mom was really sick. We had time for a fucking tree. And honestly, I didn't really care for a few years even to, to celebrate this at my house. I mean, my house has always been a party celebration place, but for the past two years, it was not. This year I thought, we're going all out. I have to choose to live, even though in this deep grief, you know, there's still life. And these fun memories, the ones I'm talking about with the scent of cinnamon and punch and Christmas trees, I mean, pine trees, not Christmas trees, sorry pine trees (laughs) and family coming over and get togethers is really it's a beautiful memory 
And I want to continue to do that and continue to make my home a place of gathering and um, experiences of coziness and togetherness. That's the good side that I'm trying to now cultivate and now harvest at the end of the year. This is a long, this has been a year for many of us of cultivating calm and peace and meditation and trying really, really hard to stay focused and the central nervous system in parasympathetic mode, which means calm. So you're not taken away by all the freakingness that's happening in the world and these hard energetic patterns that are coming in and out. And the harvest for me is that I get to choose what I put in my house for decorations, who I invite and what I decide to cook and the new memories and experiences that I want to create for me, my family and my loved ones. When Julio was like, why are you putting a tree? So look, the tree has nothing to do with this fake boy be Jesus thing. It's a pagan tradition way from before that. What I'm not setting up, which I haven't in the past eight, seven years, is the little, you know, nacimiento with the little uh, pretend um, figurines that are coming in and you're saying hey to this little new baby and da da da. We're not, we're not doing that. We do have a silly little elf that comes in. And it's just funny because my teenagers hate him. My dad makes fun of it, but everyone's always kind of figuring out where the little elf came or where it's going to be every day or every morning. Sometimes it hangs itself <laughs> and it hides in different places. And it's just, that's just a funny thing for me to keep as a tradition and as a play. I do that to play because we do have to remember to play. Um, and the reason really behind this little video, this little talk is that I know these traditions or these seasons are very, very hard for a lot of people. And so hard, in fact, that Sarah and I decided not to even host Death Cafe, which is a, a circle of grief and honoring for those who have died and ancestral ritual that we hold every month at Reunify Yoga for people to come and gather and process grief and talk about their fears and honor those who have died. And a lot of people have died this year. I mean, people die all the time, but um, that's a space where we can come to do that. And Sarah's dad passed away this year in March. My mom last year in January. So, you know, even that is like, a little bit intense I'm two years out and it comes and goes but I could understand if you just lost someone and then here comes these you know these gatherings and you don't have that person there or those people there so there's that intensity that sorrow that hole in your heart for that person persons maybe it was your puppy and also the fact that so that's why we didn't do Death Cafe this year, this, this, this month. We're going to host it in January. So coming January 8th, if you're local in San Diego or around the area and you want to come, we're holding like a huge one to support all of us that have lost members, dear close members of our family or friends during this year, during this season, and are having a hard time. Um, especially now because there's like more events like New Year's Eve and all these other different things that maybe you never really saw them or you that's really where you saw them. So a lot of our family members 
you don't really see them unless it's these 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 holiday parties where you know people at work you don't hang out with but here you go to the holiday party and i usually have a podcast about this during these times because it's interesting how you don't we don't honor what our body wants and yes there's time for sacrifice and time to be polite but it's important that to me and to everybody that i work with and all of my trauma informed you know yoga classes and a lot of people that i come up that I, that I have conversations with, we're forgetting to honor what our body is craving and what our body is resisting. So if you're going to go to your family's gathering and everybody's going to get drunk and you don't like to drink, but when you get there, they tease you about it. Ah, no, mommy's, come on, just have one. Ha, ha, ha. Don't be such a prude. Or I get a lot of like, what do you mean you're not eating gluten? It's just a little bit. And at first it's like, well, here, I'm going to show up with my own gluten-free food because it's not because I'm being a bitch. It's just because, let me tell you what happens when I eat gluten. I don't feel well for about a month and I have to restart my whole autoimmune program. So it's not important to you, clearly, and that's okay. I don't need you to cater to my life, but I also don't need to come to your party. And if I do bring my own food, then that's just on me. Or have your own, I'll have my own parties, right? And make my own food. But the point is that it's a, it's like, I guess it's like a permission. Like we get, we can give ourselves permission to say no. No, thank you. I'm not going this year. Um, because it's a healthy boundary for me. And boundaries have different levels. And some boundaries are not forever. Like you may not want to see your neighbor right now because you know they were assholes and did something horrible to your fans or i don't know poisoned your dog or whatever but you don't know what's going to happen in the next two three years maybe they had a change of heart or you have an encounter where they actually you know you had some type of experience or relationship change and now you're like you know what it's been so many years now i can hang out with you again and um i'm just gonna let bygones be bygones let it go and that's a possibility So in the permission that we can give ourselves to have boundaries and not go to some places, we can also realize, oh, it's only temporary. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to maybe hang out with these people in five or 10 months or 10 years, or maybe never. But there's also, you know, the possibility that you might fear that if you don't go or you don't invite X, Y, Z, that you're going to be left out of such group family or like i like to call it sometimes cult and that's an interesting part where you can pause and listen to your body and realize this why am i going to put up with this if i don't want to go but i'm afraid that they might not invite me later this fear of missing out fear of missing out from what i'll tell you i have you know two or three big family groups that i never really see And they're really nice. I just, I don't like to go because everyone really just, I don't have proximity with them. Everybody drinks a lot and I don't like to drink. And the conversations are not very profound and they're funny and great, but I don't really want to go. So I left that group chat a while back and one of my 
family members decided it was really funny to add me back onto the group chat. And I said, please don't do that. It's just going to be really dumb for me to then leave again and go back again. And come on, we're 50 years old. We don't need that bullshit. Well, they thought it was really funny to just go ahead and add me. Even though I begged and told them, I didn't beg, but I said two or three times, don't do it. Don't do it. Ha, 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 Puts me on the, the thing. And I get it because I have another group chat with other family members that live in Mexico City where one of the cousins left the chat. Why? I'm sure she had her reasons. I don't see that family that often either. Maybe once a year during the season because it's like an obligation or some shit. And so when she left, everyone gave her a hard time. Everyone was laughing and they kept adding her back on. I'm just noticing these things thinking, well, nobody really gives a fuck about other people's boundaries. And sometimes you want to be insisted on to come on, come on. Maybe you want to, you know, maybe somebody feels like that's how you're going to feel wanted or more comfortable. But really, people, we need to start listening to no. No means no. Especially after the third time. And the, the way that you can look at this is, ah, whatever, I'm just another group chat. I'll just silence it, right? I'm never going to check. But also, I think these are, these are, this is the root of so many codependency issues. So many hurt feelings because we don't want to say, I don't like this. I don't want that. Thank you very much. Or give me that gluten-free thing. Or no, I'm not going to drink. Because we're afraid that we're going to hurt other people's feelings. And this is like uh, something that just manifests 150,000% potency during these times. And well, all this conditioning, all these expectations, um, I'm here to tell us all, because I'm preaching to the choir, are not necessary. No, you don't need to spend $5,000 and fill the tree with a bunch of gifts if you don't want to. I mean, things that you need and that's fun for you, fine, whatever. But if you're struggling financially, it's not an obligation. Um, the cool thing about this season is to get together, which is why sometimes, you know, other dinners where you get together with families are more fun because nobody has the pressure to bring 50 gifts for everybody. You're just getting together. Second of all, it's, um, it's important that We just uh, let let that shit go, you know, let it go, let it go. I don't care what people think. I don't care uh, if, if I'm not being a rude person, if you're not being rude and horrible, if so-and-so gets a little feelings hurt, well, they need to go to, they need to go to yoga and therapy. Mm-hmm. Because I tell you what, you are not responsible for anybody's feelings, but your own. And the more you are in, you know, connection with who you are as a self as a human or as a being the more you can then just notice and observe and say no thank you and not get all upset about certain things like i'm not gonna lie i did get a little upset about them re-adding me to this fucking chat that i didn't want to be in not because it's a horrible chat just because they're imposing things and yes i have some traumatic memories of family members imposing things that I didn't really like. And so when these things happen, guess what? All of these memories come back alive 
of all these other things that have been imposed on you that you didn't want to do, say, be, whatever. And the silly little thing is adding you onto a chat. All these emotions come back up about all these times you've been violated. And people are going to water it down and say, come on, it's not a big deal. Um, but these not a big deal things add up. They add up to the point where you end up drunk at the party. You overeat because you have anxiety. And then you pissed off at yourself for not having chosen you before anybody else. So yes, it's a season for commitments and meeting other people. But it's also that is uh, important to realize that that's a, that's a capitalist thing. It's a little bit, uh, you know, man-made and you don't have to fall for it anymore. No, it's part of the liberation of doing whatever you want. And if you love decorating your house and, you know, going all out and having everyone over and that's your jam, good for you. Wonderful. But if you don't like that and it gives you anxiety and you just can't fucking wait till Lolita leaves because Panchito over here was an asshole and they were coming her, then, you know, honor your body and honor yourself and just say no for the love of love. It's not a big deal. You're going to be okay. In the end of things, in the end, what's going to matter is how you honored yourself and that you spent time with people that you really like. And how to do that, how to have more agency over that, of course, is hosting at your house, you know, if you can. Um, and then you get to invite whoever you want to invite. And if you don't invite somebody and they have a problem with it, they need to go to, or they can go to therapy. And, you know, I'm not ousting people. I'm just saying these are healthy boundaries. And the same as I am going to say, no, thank you. I can't go to this. No, thank you. Or maybe you don't even want to host anything because it's too much work. And then you have to clean up after everybody leaves. And then, you know, nobody appreciates what you did. So if you're having these thoughts, you're already in the codependency train. If you're giving, you're giving without expectations. If you're showing up, you're showing up without expectations. That anyone's going to change and that anyone is going to make any gluten-free food and desserts. Some people might, I don't know. But that's it. I just really care for... Um, agency, sovereignty, and to knowing that you doing you is just fine and beautiful and powerful. And the pressure of competing and the pressure of shopping for everything and the pressure of, you know, doing the shoulds is, uh, is bullshit pressure. It's just like the government coming in, the Roman Empire, and this bullshit pressure that everybody had to then be Christian. It was all for power. It was all for government. It was all bullshit. Now that we know that that's bullshit, you can understand how that trickled into a lot of other positions and other dimensions of our life and our culture. So this is one of them. This is one little tiny little um, droplet of it. And so sometimes it just helps to understand, and I, t and I talk about this a lot in my classes or my clients to understand where certain ideas and traditions came from so that you can realize, oh my God, that's horrible. And then you don't feel so bad about standing up for yourself because you, all that guilt and all the manipulation and codependency and enmeshment that, they, that you thought, you know, 
that they gave you so that you were that you would follow along is not real. It's not real. Do you have a relationship with these people that you're going to have to hang out with? Do you even want to have a relationship with these people? I mean, do they call you in February, in March, in July, in August? Do you ever see them in any other place or spot? No, but then it's the the holiday season and now you're obligated to go see them and kiss them and maybe they smell bad. I mean, why are you also putting your kids through this? Because think about this, not just for you, but if you're still in this mindset of, oh, we have to be happy because it's, you know, it's this or or whatever. And then here you are bringing in your kids along for this horrible situation. Remember, you're being a part of their traumatic experience journey. (laughs) And I'm half joking, but really half not. So it's just, these are just things to be aware of because I think the thing we lack the most um, is awareness, just an awareness. Even if you, so okay, say you do decide to go to these parties, become aware of how your body feels. Um, if you're, the conversation is taking you to places where you don't really like, want to go, or if you're just talking to, to make noise and to make sure everybody else is okay, you don't have to make anybody else feel calm or happy or comfortable. You do not have to set yourself on fire to keep other people warm. Um, So when we're aware of this, because, you know, sometimes I hang out with family and I see two or three people that just won't stop talking. They won't stop talking. Like you'll ask their kid a question and they'll answer for the kid. You ask their husband a question and they'll answer for the husband. And it is kind of rude to say, can you just shut the fuck up? Because I asked your kid and I'm interested in what your kid has to say. But you know, sometimes we just practice to be nice and calm and just an awareness and compassion for them and for everybody else around, including yourself, because you have to be, you know, noticing these things. And I have really been noticing these things since I was very young. Um, I think I now have a little bit more of a practice to notice and not want to speak my mind, which is why I speak it right here on the podcast. That's why if people want to listen, they can listen. And if they don't, Skip on to the next one, you know, whatever. But uh, it's, a, it's a time for us to really care for ourselves, self-care, breathe and sit um, and notice the sensations in your body, the ideas that you think are true, question them, are they, are they not, who you really need to be in connection with and who you don't need to be in connection with. You have, it is your birthright to set boundaries. It is your birthright to decide if you're going to be in this horrible malestar, like, a, like an unwell situation for yourself, for your body, you don't have to go. And don't worry about the mofo because, I mean, FOMO, whatever, <laughs> fear of missing out, because what are you really missing out on? I mean, it, I guess it is part of the human condition to want to know what, what's going on, which is why we're always on the freaking social media and, and trying to gossip and figure out who said what and this and that. And so if you don't have anybody else that you really want to hang out with, or I mean, see if you can choose who you want to hang out with, you know, and, 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 and meet up with those people. It, can, it doesn't have to be a whole huge group. It could be one or two or three people. And if you don't have anybody 
I'll tell you what my mom used to say. You don't have anybody. Then you call me, okay? You call me, okay? My mom would say. Um, so I leave you with that. You do not need to set yourself on fire to make other people warm. It's a man-made situation that we're going through right now. It's a religious and capitalist opportunity to make a shit ton of money. And we don't need to fall into it. The other part, the part that has been bound into our memories, which is the sense of spices and cinnamon and good food and uh, gathering with, with family and the music that we were used to hearing with little lights as we were five years old. And here comes Santa and all that stuff. And if that gives us some type of comfort, then we can welcome that. Compassionately welcome what works for you and compassionately set some motherfucking boundaries for what no longer works for you. And that's all we can say. My friend Robin always says to me that she, these are my, one of my favorite words. She says, all you have to say is That's, that doesn't work for me. And of course, if that doesn't work for me and you're in a relationship, clearly it's not going to work for the relationship. So those are, those are, I guess, the three things for today is boundaries. Don't set yourself on fire to keep other people warm. Honor your body. And remember, you can always say, that doesn't work for me. May you be well during this season. May you hold yourself in shit ton of compassion if you're not. And I invite you one more time to Death Cafe December 9th. I mean, January 9th or 8th. Hmm. I'll post the link on here. I'm pretty sure it's the 8th at Reunify Yoga, where we can come and gather and share our stories of whether or not we were able to set these boundaries, what we're grieving about. Um, and we'll have some beautiful rituals and exercises as well to just kind of process these things inside the body because we have to feel it to heal it. We have to feel it to heal it. And may you stay healthy and have a beautiful evening. Thank you for hopping on Details of Recovery. Please share, subscribe, and send to a friend. Send me all of your messages. I love to get them. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye.